Hey, 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 it's MMA and Beyond. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Thank you so much for your support. Thank you to our sponsors. Thank you to Onnit. Thank you to, well, we don't have that new one yet, but that's going to be an exciting one to talk about. But uh, that should be up for next week, finalized with our website and discount code. Thank you, everyone, for your, we have in the double digits of of people leaving five-star reviews on iTunes. So thank you so much to everybody saying so many nice things. We've got Ray Longo in the house. We had Dr. Sherry in the house. Of course, I'm Steve Maraboli. Ray, what's going on, my brother? Man, it's the first week I've been back. No traveling. I feel good. You feeling feel good. Like feeling alive. You must feel amazing. I tell you, it was great. Great week of working out. I'm back on track. Fight team's looking good. Everybody's training hard. Uh, big stuff coming down the pipe. You got a lot of good stuff coming down. Huge fights this weekend. October 6th, everybody talking about Khabib. And McGregor, the 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 hype has been there a little bit. We had some some of that hype at that press conference we talked about last week. Doesn't seem like they're as uh, they're hyping it as much. And uh, uh, but it looks like there might be another presser coming up. Have you shifted on what your thoughts are for the fight, Ray? Uh, no, I still think uh, I give the advantage it could be. Like again, like I think. Uh, you know, Connor's got his—he's got a couple of chances to win. I just think they're minimal, and the other guy's going to capitalize on his strengths. Do you, do you, do you give any any uh, weight to the idea that Khabib is going to have trouble making weight? That's interesting. I mean, I I look—we're in the real big leagues now. I mean, this is. If he can't make the weight for this fight, it's a serious problem. Isn't this what, what Connor yeah. used to talk about when one being offered Khabib? He'd be like, listen, I don't want to fight this dude because he doesn't show up to the fights. He doesn't make yeah. the weight. And I don't want to put all this promotion into and, coming and, up and, and when you he don't didn't show make up. the weight, he, he suffered. Like, I mean, he was hurt. You know, his body shut down, so it wasn't even... This is huge. He would, yeah. be, he would have hired somebody who has him on track, right? I mean, Yeah, without a doubt. That isn't something. Could you imagine, Dr. Sherry? Yeah, I would hope that he's got quick. somebody there. That would be awful. After all of this, mm. his dad's not coming. That's for sure. His dad did not get the uh, the visa to come in to, uh, to watch the fight. So Khabib will not have his dad here. I'm sure at the next presser, Connor's going to bring that up. He seems to want to attack his family and... And what uh, try to get into personal his life. Head. Yeah, trying to get do whatever. You, if you can get into his habit, it's going to be through that. You're not going to do it uh, any other way. But it looks like uh, it's going to be a, a, a blockbuster card. We got Ferguson uh, versus Pettis. That's another one. Which way do you see that one going? Um, I got to go. I, I, I like Tony Ferguson, man. I think he's really uh, just well-rounded. He's having a blast in there. He can get you out of there a variety of ways. His pressure is pretty relentless. Uh, he takes a good shot. He's resilient. Uh, I think he's the uh, you know he's the guy to look out for. You know, Pedisto did have a great last fight. Looks like he's going back to his old ways, but we'll see. I mean, uh, I think if Ferguson wants to get this fight to the floor, though, he could do that. I don't even know if he wants to. I mean, he's 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 good. Ferguson, really, really talented, and uh, that's a great fight. Seems like Ferguson's dangerous everywhere. It'll be interesting to see if Pettis is if Pettis has renewed the way he feels and the way he's been training and the way that he's really bring bringing this to the fights. Be interesting how he does against Ferguson. It'll be a great showcase for Ferguson if he can continue to dominate the way that he was. Sugar Shane O'Malley Man, had a pull out of his fight, but says he failed the drug test. Very disappointing. Very disappointing. For for what it's worth. He did say uh, he he's the one that revealed it because UFC has a new policy where they won't they won't tell you someone failed a drug test unless until they've uh, uh, double and triple checked I guess. But uh, Sugar Shane said, they, "Hey, this is the situation they I'm won't, in." They won't tell you who passed who failed the drug test until after the fight is over, after the <laughs> card is over, right. so that you you tune in and you hope that the guy's fighting. Hope it sticks. But he says that uh, he didn't intentionally take it, uh, the prohibited substance, and that he's already identified the potential dietary supplement that caused the discrepancy. We're going with the tainted supplement route. I mean, again, man, if it's me, I have my tainted supplement sitting up on that counter waiting to go. 
you Tainted know. yourself. Yeah. How, uh, look, I solved this problem about two months ago. <laughs> you we really come out did. with our own supplement line, let the UFC do it out of the performance center, and that's it. These are your supplements. Whatever you want, this is what you're taking. And that's it. You know, you got to get rid of this now. Cause well, no you, gonna... you, you standardize the uniform. You can standardize supplements mm-hmm. in that sense, have that. That, that okayed list or create your own? Yeah, it needs to be checked all the time because the problem is that because they're nutraceuticals, the labels don't have to have all the ingredients on them. So that's why USADA comes out with lists that you know they recommend. And in general, they make a disclaimer that says, look, don't take anything that you don't know exactly or that's not on our list. Uh, so I wonder how that works for USADA. Do companies approach USADA and say, hey, we have a great supplement here and, and we'd love to be on your list. Is it a testing, a certification that kind of comes along with that? I wonder how that works. Yeah, I think that they ask them to do this, the testing and then. Huh. But we can, yeah, I can I can reach out to them to get more information for you. Well, I would just I would love to see, Ray makes such a good point and it seems so silly to me that nobody's following him. I'm just wondering why they wouldn't, and and I guess the answer would be would go right back to the UFC. Kind of likes to have the fighters be signed to them, but at the same time, not really be their employer. Have them be individually. Yeah. And like they have found this gimmick that I don't know how it keeps going this long, yeah, but I, I think it's somewhere it they get the most for the least amount of money. Mm-hmm. That's really what they did. It's an mm-hmm. incredible business gimmick, but. I can't believe it's gone far, this this far this long. So yeah. I'm curious what it is that that uh, Sugar Shane O'Malley uh, popped for and, and, and how he's going to navigate yeah. that. He's a young kid, lots of potential, would like to see him fight. I'd like to see him fight our buddy Marab. Man, I tell you, that's that. You know, after Marab called him out, that's crazy. And, and, I've, and I've met O'Malley. He seems like a nice guy. You know, he reminds me kind of Luke Como, you know, like uh, a little out there but very talented, you know, so – I don't know. I, I I would have never suspected him as doing anything. No, now he he the eyeball test. He didn't look like you know. He looked like no. A he looked like I think he proudly smoked weed. But this yeah. wouldn't be a thing on smoking weed, would it? I don't know. Well, it's giving Marab more uh, ammunition. Because yeah, yeah. what did he say? You smoke. You keep smoking. You keep, I'll keep training. Right. Marab's not getting it. Now you keep doing drugs. I'll keep. You know, he's, that's crazy. And shout out to Marab, who's out in Georgia. Looking like he's he's the king of the world over there. He's he, every time he posts something, he's he's in a picture, a video, someone important. They're doing a video, and he's on some sort of news. He's living the celeb life out there. Absolutely, couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Yeah. Speaking of nice nice guys, going for it. Ryan Lafleur back in action at UFC 229. Looks like he's training. Look like he's he, he's in shape and ready to go. Good good to see him have a have a win at this. Huge, huge UFC event. Yeah, you you guys heading down? Anybody heading down, or or know anyone who's going down for this? I, I feel like it's going to be it, another Ireland down in uh, in Vegas. No, I think it's team. sold out anyway at this point, right? They yeah, said the tickets I think they said out, the tickets so. are sold out for this. Do, does would Khabib have an audience that's similar where where they would travel to come see him? I will say, man, the, the Irish, man, they do come they out in droves for that guy. I mean, I've been on a couple of cards where, where Connor fought. I mean, and they're great fans. I mean, I, they've always, you know, they're always drinking, but they're always they're always nice to me. So they're behaving. They, they, yeah, they're, they, they, are, they are loyal, man. But somebody came out with an article saying that even Ireland is starting to turn on him a little bit. So it should That's be interesting, interesting. to see. Yeah. What kind of turnout it gets? I, it'll be interesting to see on that. I wonder why they would be turning on him. What is this, is this eh, general? Probably demeanor? jealousy. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, uh, who knows? You know, I mean, I don't think that's the richest, you know, country. And yeah. maybe uh, it's just, you know, like anything else, man. It's it's jealousy. Haters. Haters. New Haters. levels brings new devils, and yeah, I find out it. time and time again. Bellator two hundred six was last night. Masasi defeats. Rory McDonald via second round TKO. Rampage Jackson defeats Anderle Silva via second round TKO. Interesting that it was it was uh, shown. First of all, it was on an app. Yeah. It was on an app that you had to. You could have gotten a free month, but after that, it's nine dollars a month uh, for this app. So it was on an app, and the people in England, uh, in the UK, Channel Five. It was huge that it was going to be playing on Channel Five. I guess it ran a little long. So as Rory McDonald 
is walking to the uh, to the cage, it's preempted with Peppa the Pig. Yeah, <laughs> I'll tell you what. I I bought the app. I, I signed How I, was I, it? I I'm gonna tell you something. I, it's probably the first Bellator card I really enjoyed. The picture quality was phenomenal. I thought they did a great job. It looks what? like the sign of the few. It looks like a changing of the guard, man. That that streaming thing was, I'm saying, was phenomenal. They did a great job with it. And, you know, I've never really spoken like that. I'm t- I am no. I was pleasantly surprised. Matt wouldn't even buy it. He goes, I'm not getting it. I'll never cancel it. And you can cancel it any time. But after watching that, I'm probably going to keep it. They have all the good boxing fights on. It looks like... You know, with HBO getting out of the yeah, business well, and everything huge else, story. Enormous. I think people are going to just start cutting back on their optimum. Like, what am I buying that for? And they're going to start streaming. They're, they're going to compartmentalize what I like. I like fights. I could say they're going to guarantee like 300 fights a year, all different type of fights. So I think it was... It was interesting. I cannot believe that thing wasn't on regular TV. So it, it me either, and it does show like what it what's happening. HBO's leaving yeah. boxing. HBO's leaving boxing. More and more um, TVs and and series are going into something that people walk around with. When you when you commute, whether it's it's taking an airplane like I am tomorrow morning or taking a train like I do on most days, you see that people aren't necessarily reading books as much they're not listening to music as much as they're actually watching shows mm-hmm. interesting to see on long island railroad you have a lot of people who have this little contraption you know like it you know those things that hold your phone in your car like they kind of hold yeah. it up yeah yeah they but they have one with the suction cup yes and they put it right on the window yep and they just watch yeah like they, they do watch like you did what you would do for a toddler yeah they do it on their way yeah. to work you get everything you want is on your phone anything anything, anything. like it's really and it's not even the old story like no oh, i got to keep my cable because what if i want to watch the news or something then go to thatnews.com yeah and what was the old so you can go to cnn.com and watch live cnn you exactly. need zero cable for right. that like yeah, you... right i mean it's how do you expand your viewership though because hardcore Fans are going to be watching, right? Like, like but Ray's going to be fans, looking. Matt for called that. me and asked me, like, where the, where the hell is the fight? He had no idea. But generationally, it. that'll change. Right, but I'm right. saying, I'm not sure how you expand your your viewership when you do that. I don't. I think that they're they're realizing. I know several shows ago when we talked about the entertainment model. I think we talked about a a certain peak that you can hit for a certain sport. And I think that they're realizing that we're hitting that peak and the people who are not transitioning watching MMA are the hardcores, the people who are on the forums or listening to shows like these and other deeper, like Ariel Hawani's show. Yeah. The people listening to Ariel Hawani's show, that's 100% MMA, fight stuff, interviews, all the fighter, fighter, after fighter, after fighter. It's going to be that audience. As he found out when he went to ESPN, that that audience his tremendous audience shrinks some, and you end up with that hardcore audience. Those are the people who are going to pay for something. Those are the people, and they're going to bring you more money than the losses you're going to have in pay-per-view. You can't steal this. Okay. You can't steal it on an app. And what they're seeing on the pay-per-views like that they uh, with but the, they'll, they'll with find the, a way. They'll find a way, it. but for There's now no they have it. There's no question about it. Because here's, here's my point. So I get it on my phone. So I take the phone to the gym. And we stream it. We have a smart TV, and you have a hundred people in there. You can, but you like can. With, with the pay per view, you can't because to get pay per view in a commercial building, they're going to charge you like fifteen hundred to twenty five hundred dollars for that. But but they you can take with those with the sponsorships. You can say I can say, hey Ray, what we have is a million people at nine dollars a month. So we know that we have nine million dollars a month, or I'm not sure how much we have, but I bet you we can get a lot of people to watch this, and I hope we make yeah. twenty million. You'll I, take the sure nine million. Well, I think the yeah. other thing, yeah. the other thing you got to remember too, yeah. is that even with pay per view, fifty percent of that goes to the pay per view company. 
You know what I mean? And so for outdated stuff where they, you can again exactly. do it on YouTube. That that is so outdated. So much of that is outdated. Yeah, I it's say like, that's the biggest thing. It's like finding a travel agency. Like yeah. it's so so <laughs> so much of it is outdated now where it's it's I could just do it myself. Yeah, I'm saying the cable companies are gonna get killed within the next year if they're not already killed. Which is why most of the cable channel cable commercials you see aren't about the channels. They're about the internet speed. Mm-hmm. Because they, you know, they know that that's what that's what they're going to sell you on, and that's that's where um, good companies are doing. They're, they're Wi-Fi friendly companies. Good places will be Wi-Fi friendly places. When you go to Australia, the whole city of Brisbane is in Wi-Fi, mm-hmm. incredible Wi-Fi. The entire city, everywhere you go, mm-hmm. and it, and and so you're you're going to start seeing more and more of that. And of course, the 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 idea is that the consumer wins by giving them a steadier flow of income instead of them having to to worry so much about it. So this new app, it probably is great. And that's what the – and Bellator is like, saying, let's put something really good I'm together so phenomenal. people like Ray. When I got that picture on the TV. I go, wow, that is crystal clear, like really, like really 4K good. Like 4K coming through really an good. app. Really good. That's crazy. It's insane. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm telling you, really good. I mean, it really was a pleasant surprise and – you know, I thought the fights were pretty good, and even the announcing, everything. They got they got a good team now. <clears throat> they they, it was different. It, you well, know, and I think Musashi could actually carry something. You know, I think he's the guy so far. He's the front runner. <clears throat> but not Rory's not going to do it, especially after last night. But I think Musashi, you know, because he's international a little. He bit. He felt and, that way about himself in the UFC. The UFC yeah. didn't agree, but. Apparently he's he's doing really yeah, well. Yeah, I thought he had a great fight last night. So UFC Sao Paulo ratings return, third lowest primetime numbers of 2018, averaging just over 600,000 viewers. It's it's I mean, consistent. It's consistently it, bad. It's consistent. The Darren Till Woodley uh, uh, fight I mean, estimated. He had a guy from England. A guy from America. I mean, I don't know well, how Huge. how could those numbers not have been better. Well, an incredibly dominant champion, so yeah. a champion they're talking about being one of the most uh, one of the pound for pound champions. Hundred thirty thousand pay per view buys. A hundred thirty thousand pay per view buys. I, I mean, almost want to say I don't believe that. I don't believe that. There's you no, don't like, believe that's it like in the, the sense that that. No, I don't <laughs> believe it could be that low. Oh. <laughs> or I thought, no, I no, I don't believe they go 130,000. It's like 20 years ago. Yeah, it's it, crazy. You it, know? I well, mean, what was Demetrius Johnson doing? They were bitching about him going 125,000. It's consistent. So cut that in half. They got 70,000 buys. It's consistent, which is why Bellator, Bellator is they're, they're making some moves and they're going smart. Instead of hitting you up for 70 or 80, they're getting whatever percent yeah. they've worked on for that 995. And again, yeah. Viewers, they don't lose any of their sponsorships. They don't lose any of that, and it seems like they're they're taking it really smart, kind of like we noticed with the PFL, where it seems like the PFL, when you walked in there and looked, said, "Oh well, they're going to take a little bit of financial hit," but it looks like they're having the production look amazing of this place. You see the PFL cameras everywhere, all highest quality cameras, the way that they stage the audience to make it look like it's uh, this is the place to be and, and happening. So it seems like uh, Bellator is being really, really smart with that. UFC's, again, they, uh, they're they still the top dog, but consistent numbers that they can't possibly ha- be happy with. They just can't ha- possibly be happy with. Hopefully uh, this continues on. And, again, to just have that idea that maybe the MMA audience just you reached who you can reach, you know, like uh, soccer in the United States. We had some, even in the late 70s, early 80s, when they had Pele and Beckenbauer and the New York Cosmos doing their thing. And, and then later on where the girls, I think the most popular soccer teams we ever had was the U.S. girls team mm-hmm. with Mia Hamm and, and, and that Olympic crew that, that they won the goals and the World Cups. And still, it only reaches a certain number, and it really doesn't permeate and translate the way that so many, uh, like a baseball does for whatever reason baseball does that um it just it just doesn't get those numbers and those jersey buys and and all those sponsorship links you won't see a a soccer player saying hey you know buy a ford edge 
You yeah. know, like you just don't see it. You just don't see that that kind of recognition. And maybe the UFC is that. I know we saw a question and feedbacks at MMA and Beyond dot com. You can reach us at MMA and Beyond dot com and and ask a question. You could also reach Ray Longo at Ray Longo MMA. And I'm Steve Maraboli. But one of the questions um, came from where is it? Renato Garcia. He writes, "Did you see the crap talking between Jones and DC?" Does this help the entertainment model of fighting, or is it real? Uh, does this type of thing make MMA audience grow? So did you see that, the talk between DC Jones? I, I don't think I saw it. Oh, we, we need this. Chris, the producer, pull it up. I might. Let me look it up here. It was brutal what, Jones, what DC said to Jones. It was absolutely brutal, brutal DC. Yes. There we go. All right. So DC says to Jones, "Do you have it there?" Or? He says, "So here we go again, Johnny Boy. First off, if you did nothing wrong and were innocent, and an advertisement. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and were innocent, then you'd never have been suspended. You've had to stand before these people and arbitrators so many times; it's insane." So you slipped again. How many times can one man slip? I've tested. I've been tested 70 times, and I haven't slipped once. How do you explain that? On top of all the cheating you've done around UFC 182, UFC 200, and UFC 214, that's not even the straw that broke the camel's back. You're actually a snitch. You think you're the only one that's been offered this deal? No, you're just the only scumbag low enough to take it. <laughs> <laughs> Which one of your teammates did you tell on to get this joke of a punishment from USADA? I thought there was nothing lower than a cheater, but it's not surprising that you show me a whole new level. You're a cheater and a snitch. Get off my page. Go do some coke or steroids or whatever you losers do in your spare time. Hashtag double champ. <laughs> yeah, nah, I tell you what, I think people are fed up. I think that's the sentiment of a lot of people. I really I mean, do. if you have any type of moral fibers running through your body, you have to agree with DC. I mean, the guy stands for absolutely nothing Fabrizio Verdum says he turned down Usada's request to snitch. He said, what's he said, what surprised me the most was at the end of the interview, it was something that I found absurd, Verdum told Combate. They said, Verdum, here's the thing. If you tell on someone... It was what you could call de la cao premedia, a plea bargain. Redoom, if you tell on someone using the slang, if you're a snitch, we'll shorten your suspension because you're going to have to pay something. Even if we find the substance in any of the products we test, even if we find it, you'll have to pay something. So Redoom, another guy who was offered the same thing, is like, of course I would never take this. And, and Jones, but don't you think that I think I think what really turned people on Jones as far as having any sort of moral fiber is when didn't he crash into a pregnant woman and like yes. walk away and yeah yeah I mean that's yeah well he walked away and instead of oh, going back, back to helping he went back and grabbed his money money yeah and the drugs he grabbed his money and a bottle of proper twelve off the, <laughs> off the, off the passenger seat and so. So thank you for your question. And no, I don't think that this uh, makes the MMA audience grow. I think it makes people who already know who DC or Jones are. I think you'll, you'll be hard-pressed to find people outside of the MMA audience. Again, that doesn't permeate like a McGregor does, like a Ronda Rousey does. It just doesn't... I, I think it does the complete opposite because it puts another couple of things in your mind to say, you know, this guy's right. I'm just done with him. I don't really care. I want to watch him. You know, yeah, you don't you know want to give, I mean? give him it's that another, support. It's another entitled guy that just is never at fault for anything. He's never culpable for anything. And it's just how many times can you keep bullshitting everybody? What, what's it? It's the, it's, you catch flack for the not watching the NFL. Yeah. It, it, there are people out there who are going to be like you and say, hey, yeah, listen, I'm look what this him. guy does. I'm done with him. I'm not watching anything that's on him. And, and, and maybe maybe I'm not even supporting a company that that keeps him employed. Who knows? That I mean, he, what's but, next yeah. for John Jones? He gets a Nike sponsorship now? <laughs> I mean, what's wrong? It's Chris the producer. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> Nike. Nike. I mean, no, seriously. Yeah, and I, I mean, I don't know. He, I, it's It's mind-boggling to me. 
I mean, it takes a lot to stand up there and just keep bullshitting. It really does, man. And to to and to to stay and uh, and the you know that there's people that the, are around you that know that you're fucking lying. Well, every single person I mean, around him. Yeah, they know that it's bullshit. And but he he's still been can enabled get up the there entire fucking... time because people have helped him get off. You know, even when he went to rehab, right? It was one day, and then he was out watching. You know what? The Patriots game the next day. It's it's crazy. Uh, John Jones, uh, on that same note, John Jones says he's afraid. It's reported that John Jones said he's afraid to eat out because the waiter might spike his food. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they, they say that they say he's really really afraid that somebody's going to put a tainted tainted supplement in his cocaine at this point. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't really know what to do. This guy's in a pickle. He's in a fucking pickle. This poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, the producer. I mean, come on. I'm saying before someone's gonna sprinkle some crack on. <laughs> and so, <laughs> on a positive note, is there a positive note? There tonight? is when we when we when we move along from this to the and we move on to the Madison Square Garden card where our own Chris Weidman, the champ, yeah, is is going against Luke Rockhold. Luke Rockhold said some nice things. Said some nice things. He said, "I find it hard to believe." You no, know, he I said mean, some it had nice to be things. Couched in something. It, it, well, it's it, it, nice it, things he said. I I think I'll tell you after I'm done reading what he what okay. he said. What what I think. Rockhold says, "It's Weidman at Madison Square Garden. He's an incredible fighter, man. He put away Kevin Gaslam." Rockhold uh, told Submission Radio, "People want to discredit Weidman because he's had a couple of rough fights since we encountered, but they say." And as he showed up, oh wait, but the, oh sorry, he countered. But he showed up in his last fight. You're only as good as your last fight, they say. And he showed up and put Kevin Gaslam away like nobody else could. He's very relevant in the division. He's number three in the world, and so going in and putting him away again obviously speaks volumes. So I think that he was, he's he's he thinks he's going to beat Chris. Yeah. And well, he if you're wants, only as good as your last fight, he's in trouble. He's in his trouble. last fight wasn't yeah. too good. He, so. He's trying to talk Chris up so because he thinks he can go in there, beat him, right. and that that'll be a, a huge, huge showing for him. I he, agree with him. That's that's why I think he was saying those nice things. I I, I think that, uh, but you're right. I think that he's he's got a really, really tough road with with Chris. I think I that think he's, he's in, I, I think he's in, he's in deep. Yeah, I think he's in deep. I think he's he's overestimating himself and underestimating Chris. And uh, and I I think that that's the way this is going, man. And but but it was nice to see that that Madison Square Garden co- card still still not having a a main event. So well, that ship has sailed at this point. There, no? There's no so there's no main event listed. But if you ask Nate Diaz, <laughs> they're the main event. Um, and they're saying they're the main event, but Dana White's saying no, that's not happening. That's nutty. But if you look at the UFC posters, they're up there as the main event. Well, it looks like a comb. It looks like, like a co- like a yeah. like like a split. Yeah. Um, but if you look at the UFC website, they're um, it's not that way. So and and the main event says to be determined. To be announced, to be determined. Oh wow! Still, it's it's still at this very moment to be announced, to be determined. I mean, look, tickets are already on sale. They're already on. So sale. what's the point? I I thought they were scrambling for something. I I did read that they were, uh, trying to get John Jones. Um, uh, but they were trying to get John Jones versus I want to say Gustafson, and uh, and I guess it didn't it didn't work out that way. So I'm not sure if they're scrambling. I, I I'm still. Also thinking that maybe they do, they do adjust. They were talking earlier about making it for a 165 title. Is that even possible? Like, wouldn't you have to set up like a whole? No, you could do whatever you want. Can it could you be a just catch weight, make it a title? Can you just say there's a 165 pound weight class now and here's a champion that doesn't have like doesn't Look, have just to be sanctioned guy, or anything? You just had a guy miss weight by five pounds and get a title shot. You know what I mean? Oh, right, right. I mean, they just they'll do whatever they want to do. You know. There's no, you said it from the very first show, no accountability. Yeah, that's just, who's accountable to there's who? No, there's no customer service line. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> there's, no, there's no customer service line. Hey, how'd that Wimp to Warriors thing go? 
Uh, it looked all right. You know, uh, you know, Ricci, Franco, Jax, uh, Drago, they ran them through uh, the paces. And I think we had a turnout of like 20-something people for the first tryout. There's another 20 coming for the second. But uh, it looks like it's going to be an interesting, con you know, concept. And, again, they do train for 22 weeks, which is, you know, like, again, it's not like, all right, you're going to train for six weeks and fight. They're going through a... They're going through an extensive amount of training. So there were a couple of guys with experience, uh, but it looks like it's going to be uh, be all right. I don't know if they're going to, you know, we had a couple of people walk in and turn around and walk right out the door, <laughs> but I guess that was to be expected. Sure. But, uh, you know, it looks like uh, it's going to go. It looks like it's going to be a go, man. Guys are going to be training five days a week. For 22 weeks. Mostly you, young guys there. Uh, what I saw, I'm going to say no. Middle age. Not, not middle age, but like uh, 30 to 42, like that type of age. I don't know what's that considered. For me, I young. Mean, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say middle age. For me, middle age is, you know, 60 to 80 right now. <laughs> for me, young. Yeah. yeah. So, you, so you say your middle age is 68, but... That means that you were around for the entirety of HBO boxing. Yeah, this that is really upsetting to Th that me. That is tremendous. I, I'm not a good change guy anyway, but man, that was such a HBO boxing staple. was a staple. Yeah, I, I I'm blown away by that. This is what's happening, man, and that's those fights will now be picked up on Dazen or whatever the hell yeah. they call that app, and that's what's going to happen. I mean, for HBO to be out of that business is cr is crazy to me. So I'm I I don't get it. I'm missing something, but uh, man, that was that was HBO was the boxing. It was HBO was the boxing, and what are they replacing it with? What what they're what they're doing is they're saying their demographics are changing, their audience is changing. Oh, so what, what are they replacing? And what's them with? Ch changing about them? Cricket is no. Is that their HBO Go and HBO Now? Are what people are watching HBO on, so they have the apps that you're you're watching HBO. It's it's how I watch so many things on HBO right on my phone, and very rarely are people tuning in at a certain particular time to watch a certain particular show. They'll just watch it stream from the HBO, and so I think that that's for sports. They just probably save themselves a ton of money on those streaming expenses, and at the same time can focus on what most of their audience is watching, which is series. Great. Yeah, that's yeah. it. And yeah. Gonna, yeah, but you know what it is? There's so much good content on Netflix and Amazon. and. But if whatever. you're a company, so let's say you're an HBO and you've been I mean, doing Because, you this. know, HBO Hammers, you know, they, they, beat, they beat you up on the monthly service. Oh, they I sure mean. do. And again, most of the times you're just flipping channels. That's why I say this thing for $9.99, you do a couple of those, you, you're watching exactly what you want to watch. But it's it's what happens is it's like the the that – Titanic was too big to turn around so fast. Mm -hmm. That's what happens. The reason you get hit with HBO like that is that their structure is tremendous. How many people they have to pay and wh what they have to do for their outdated stuff to make it dated and current where a bunch of 20-somethings just go and say, hey, we can just do an app. They do it out of a basement. We just make an app. Mm -hmm. It just needs some computers. We do an app. We have all the state-of-the-art stuff. Boom, we're in business for 100 grand. You know, HBO's got to spend $75 million just to update some of their stuff. So it's it's tough to compete with that. And I think that where HBO probably looked at the numbers in order for them to stay competitive in the fight world with all of these different boxing things, Showtime is really putting a lot of time and effort into it. I said, you know what, let's just, most of our awards, most of our stuff comes from our series, those type of programs and docu-series that we do. Let's just stick with that, movies and docu-series. And that's it. and that's it. Netflix is doing the damage it's doing. Who knows what chunk that took of of HBO? And the day to day television show series are being hit up by Hulu and Amazon. So they they are they are bombarded not only by other channels but but just by other apps that are simply easier to to adjust to and adapt. Times to. times are changing. I'm a, Buddy, but I'm HBO. a dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, HBO boxing. It's just that that intro music would come on and you'd see Jim Lampley and and you just you you just watch the Larry the Gotti Merchant. Wards were there, Larry oh, Merchant, watch be, him argue drunk, with you know what he was saying. <laughs> he arguing with every every fighter in there. Um 
I mean, I'm going to miss Larry Merchant. I mean, you know, he <laughs> had no idea what the fuck was going on with any of the fights, which made it great, you know. You know, Chris, to bowl a 300, you got to stick your fingers in the ball. Right. You he know would what I mean? Like, hey, really? And he I, would I, take I, like five minutes to finally get to the question. Yeah, yeah. He was great. He was like a, a philosopher that never really said anything. Today, Julio Cesar Chavez <laughs> stuck his fingers in the ball, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, a guy had like one of those, you know, bottles. What do you call those? A flask sticking out of his pants. When That's he funny. Him, you know. I don't know what. I don't know whatever. But it was still a staple, and I'm gonna miss it. You it was know? a staple, and it started. It started. Uh, first fight was Joe Frazier versus George Foreman back in 1973. I can't did, believe that. Did you, Steph? You wrote this. Okay, so yeah, way back in 1973. Yeah, yeah. Did you need the way back? Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> way back. Wow. So it's just back in 70. Not to be way back. Yeah, but way back. In 73, and, and it'll end with uh, Daniel Jacobs or Sergi uh, something super Russian in 2018. A span of 45 years, more than a thousand fights. Um, and some of those absolutely incredible. Are they, are they, weren't the Gotti Wards? Wasn't I would think all of them. Were. Though, all they were of all on there. That that was and Showtime would get some of them, but early, especially in like the eighties, HBO was it. dominant. That was dominant, dominant for dominant. fights. Yeah. All the big fights were happening on HBO. Incredible. Even uh, the Tyson, the the famous Tyson fight where he got knocked out by by um, uh, Buster Douglas. That was an HBO fight. That wasn't uh, it. Wasn't a pay per view because they were like, nah, I was definitely nah, watching that in my kitchen. Yeah, so it, it definitely not. It, it was an HBO fight for if that. It wasn't big HBO. Upset. It was Channel Seven. And I'm <laughs> right. not even kidding around. I don't even. I'm not even sure that was. It could have been on on you know one of the uh, national channels. Channels man. at the time. Yeah. That's really funny. I grew up without cable at all, so we had <laughs> we had we had a TV with all the, the 13 channels to dial, and. Uh, and yeah. um, and a black and white TV in the kitchen. That's crazy. That's, that's right. it. Find out what channel that was on. Yeah. I'm going I, with I you have rapid remember. ears on your on your TV. Oh, of course, yeah, there you go. of course. And but I got in trouble for touching it. So. <laughs> Always. Always. So we got, we got. So aside from the UFC and on Saturday, we've got yeah. oh, Bellator. We've got Bellator October thirteenth. Yeah. Got Bazooka in there. James Rodriguez. James Gonzalez. James Gonzalez. Gonzalez. We got Bazooka. Gonzalez we got Rodriguez. And you're and you're you're buddy. a Latino. You're <laughs> a Latino in your blood. I James I, Gonzalez, Rodriguez, Ramirez, <laughs> Gonzalez, and those De La Hoya. He always ends with De La Hoya just to be sure. And uh and Hobson Gracie. Hobson Gracie also on that card. Going to be a lot of fun. I forgot that Steam Rolla's fighting at the MSG card as well. What's that? We got a lot of How's flack for not mentioning him. Ah, he's looking good, man. He had a great uh, last time I saw him spar a couple of days ago. I thought phenomenal. So he posts he's got some a videos, really tough man. fight. Yeah, he's got a tough fight. But uh, he does what he did the other day. He's going to be fine. He got, man, you love talking to Steamroller because he's got that great mindset. You know, you always want to hear somebody who has a mindset like that. He likes to diversify his training. He learns as much as he can learn. He's he's fearless, like a rational kind of feel, feel, fearlessness. And, he, and he's always helping and somebody. And he's always, oh. man, just always just a good dude. You want to see that guy Very win. Very nice kid. Tough yeah. fight. If he can keep his head in the game, it would be great. I... I you see steamroller going really, really far. Yeah, yeah. What what becomes a challenge with with a with a steamroller from a, from a coach's point well, of view? Well, I mean, the first challenge is he had his first loss, and how he's going to recover from that and deal with it. And again, there's a million guys in the gym that have, you know, been there. Uh, use Aljo as, a, as an example. Vicious knockout, and he came back in a two of the best fights that he's had. You know, so he's got the people around him that have lost. You know, Chris has had a bumpy road. He came back, had a great fight against Gastelum. So he's that. It's going to be how he reacts to that uh, adversity. And I think he took it pretty hard. So we'll see. He looks like his head's in a good spot. 
But, you know, that's a lot of pressure for a young guy. It was his first loss. He never lost before. So got that out of the way, and uh, hopefully he just starts off on a new uh, on a new win streak. Man, you and, and best of luck to you, Steam Roller. You, we're uh, we're always rooting for you, buddy. That's going to be a great card. When when you when you hear an MSG card because of the problems New York State's had, it's kind of getting their stuff together. It's always seemed to be criticized for it after trying so hard to get it here. Do, do does that play any role in your mind? It's like, oh, let's see, let's hope this uh, nothing falls apart here in New York. Do you, does, is that anywhere in your mind, or you just stay focused on the fight? No, nah, no, nah, it's no nowhere in my mind. But I'll have a rabbit's foot in my pocket just for, just in <laughs> case. Uh, I want a little extra insurance. Now I think uh, I don't, I'm not feeling the love in New York. No, no, definitely not. But you know what? We're not leaving it to the judges. I don't believe this fight's going the distance, and that's why I feel really good about it. And yeah. I think he knows it too that he doesn't want to go into the judges because they've put together an ensemble that is second to none. So uh, we'll see what happens. But, yeah, I think uh, hopefully they're getting better and better. But uh, we've had some pretty crappy things happen in New York. And I don't want it to sound like sour grapes, but it is what it is. Well, I know. think that that idea of, of having a rabbit's foot yeah. and also, side note, not ma uh, making sure that, that it doesn't go to the to the judges, I think that's really... Yeah, that, that that's the game plan. I mean, I don't know. He knows what he has to do, and he's looking good, and his mind's in the right spot. And I think he's going to have a... He's going to have a really good night. Excellent. Speaking of uh, of New York, so PFL, I mentioned them earlier. They did an event at the Nassau Coliseum. Now they're saying that it drew over two and a half million viewers, and that's a PFL four. They've recently raised twenty eight million from bankers, uh, from backers, including Kevin Hart, Tony Robbins, MGM chairman, uh, television chairman Mark Burnett, uh, Ted Leonite. Leonsis, Leonsis, and uh, Riot Games co-founder Brandon Beck. Is this? What do you think, Doctor Sherry? Is this due to their advertising, their 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 strategy? Are they looking for an overseas market? Are they are they hitting home? Do you? What do you think that two point five million viewers? I mean, they're tripling. On, on, on what channel was that? On. Uh, Find that Christmas. I want to say that was on an NBC channel. <clears throat> and they live streamed on Facebook. And they live streamed on Facebook. So, but so the question I have, the 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 question I have is, how did they triple, triple a UFC card? How did they, I well, mean, well, go back to the World Series of Fightings. I don't think they were doing more than ninety-seven thousand views. The Facebook thing has to be, you know, whatever. Yeah, just, there's no way they did 2.5 million because it's not even NBC. It's I think it was NBC. It was like like the, NBC you know, like two, 85. <laughs> like, yeah, right, whatever. Channel like NBC. Yeah, exactly. You know. It wasn't Channel Four. Yeah. But but yeah, that just seems like a really high number. I mean, let me tell you something. If you could get 2.5 million viewers on Channel Four, even at that point on a Thursday night, that would be a home run. I right. Mean, think about it. I, mean, I don't know. But it just, no, it just when you compare it to the UFC numbers, and, and the There's UFC something, we're like something. There's no way uh, it's, yeah. it's annihilating UFC numbers. I mean, this the UFC Sao Paulo even had six hundred and seven thousand viewers. So it, again, not a pay per view. So, so who's the internet sensation that boxed? Oh, Logan, uh, Logan Paul. Paul. Even Logan Paul couldn't do those numbers. You're not <laughs> telling me the PFL is doing those numbers. <laughs> Right, Logan Paul wants he 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 should go to the PFL. Yeah. They're starting off with those numbers. Yeah, it says here they only got one hundred and thirty-eight thousand viewers. Exactly. On NBC, period. On NBC, and then I guess the rest must be from social media. Right. Exactly. You know, I'm telling yeah. you, that's so that's, that's more where bullshit. so that's where as the word we said earlier in the shows that's so where they the got as many exists. they got as, yeah, right. <laughs> so it's one hundred thirty thousand plus fuckery. Yeah, so they have <laughs> they have the they have the same viewers as we have students in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. You figure it out. Do the math. Ah, uh, that's great. That, one hundred thirty. You know. So wait. So. For, 
So 130,000 watched it. Yeah, that was on channel 1004, right. I think it was on. And then the rest of their 2.5 million came from social media streams. Seems legit. Yeah. It seems legit. Yeah, see, if you can get, see if you can get a Nielsen rating on that, Chris, the producer. Huh? Nielsen coming up with that? Or Willie Nelson, maybe. Nelson, Willie Nelson, maybe he came up with that. I think Willie Nelson said it was 2.5 million. Nielsen, but they didn't yeah. found Nelson. It was Bridget Nielsen <laughs> who came up with those. I mean, come on, 2.5 no. million? Here, if it is I mean, true, come on. congratulations to you guys. You're, yeah. you're beating the number one handedly. I, you know I feel bad for? Kevin Hart, he thinks they got 2.5 million views. He didn't see the one, the 122,000 that saw it. Holy crow, I mean. Which is probably as many people, probably less than one Instagram post of his. Yeah, definitely. Probably less than one Instagram post of his. Let's go to, let's go to some more feedback. Feedbacks at MMAandbeyond.com. That's MMAandbeyond.com. Let's go to um, Philip T. Go or greatest of it of this promotion. What are the chances we ever see a MMA cross promotional championship fight like Musasi versus Whitaker or whoever ends up middleweight UFC champ, for example? How can someone be GOAT if they didn't fight the other promotions fighter, i.e. Bellator, PFL, World Series style? Thanks. Uh, I think we're going to see that. I, I think, think, I think it's coming down the pipe. I think that's where we're heading. If promoters uh, can agree on, on, on what it is, then then obviously you'll see that. Yeah, I think I'm I'm gonna say look, if the if the numbers are right and they feel like they could do, you know, the right they're gonna do it. Period. That they will I, I see that happening within the next couple of years, for sure. If if Bellator could build up a really credible They might God, have to. The that thing. might be the the, the share. They might have to exactly. they might have to. They might have to is right. You know, and you're, you're right. Other than that, you're always in, in that question, and 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 to have a Bellator fight at PFL, maybe there would be kind of World Series style. But don't forget, the World Series isn't necessarily the World Series; <laughs> it's just the the series of of North American teams. But uh, but I totally get the point, and I think that yeah, I think that the way that this promotion's going, I think that Ray is going to come across as a visionary in the future. When oh, yes. when they see mm, <laughs> when they Preston. see that most people are gonna sign sh- sign shorter contracts um, and just fight on YouTube. I'm telling you, if McGregor that fight does big numbers, I'm saying like there was no promotion at all. What would stop him just promoting his own fight? I think that them locking him into a six fight contract tells you how much th- do what, they know that do that could may- happen. I heard the six-fight contract wasn't true. I think he's got three or four fights left on his oh, contract. Really? That's what Ariel Wani was saying. Oh know. wow! Yeah, I'll I believe don't... Ariel. He's he's probably he seems like a. He but really I, you know that's what that's what Mayweather did. He bought out his contract and he went and went out on his own. You know they, they'll have you convinced you can't do anything on your own. But if this guy does numbers, because there was no promotion at all. How long does a UFC fighter have to fight? The average UFC fighter have to fight to make eleven million dollars. Uh, I think thirty-seven years. <laughs> thirty-seven years. So to make what Logan Paul made. Yeah, I don't know. No, these guys look. These guys making money. There really is. I mean, they make a, a nice living if they fight a couple of times a year. Uh, it's it. Look, I think there's a lot of guys that get paid pretty well. I really do. And, you know, if you really love fighting, it's it's all going to work out for you. But, you know, like, again, if the problem comes in is, like, again, is it right or is it fair? I think it's fair, but I don't think it's right because well, they should be sharing in on the profits. If you could, listen, if you can't draw anybody to come see you fight, you really shouldn't get paid. I don't. I really that that's the way it is. I mean, and that's why. But that's yeah, how it is. In the, I, look, in the I always go through this. Right? Look, I always go through this, even with the Ring of Combat. You know, we do a ticket deal. I mean, there was another guy just two weeks ago on Eddie's card said he could sell. I want to say he said he could sell five hundred tickets, six. You know what I mean? So if you could sell five hundred. You're going to make a killing for a small promotion. Right. You know what I mean? But you can't. That's the problem. 
And if you can't sell tickets, we can't have a business. So we're willing to say if you could sell tickets, you can come in on the profits. You'll get 45% of whatever you sell. But guys cannot. It's just who wants to see a fight? You know, that's what I say. If you did that deal with McGregor, they cut him on a big thing of that paper. If you look, guy's walking away a freaking a million. Look what he did with uh, Mayweather. So, so marrying what you were saying with what I was saying earlier with these apps. So you take a promotion that says, all right, what we need is some nice cameras that stream really well. And we take these fights to YouTube. And if you have a good following, yeah, why not? they don't necessarily have to buy a ticket. Just order the YouTube fight. Look, for the, guy, the, for the guys fight. that aren't making like super crazy money, I think that's not a risky bet. No, not at all. I don't think it's a risky bet. Because you get you can get cut in on something like that. If you're doing it through a YouTube type of streaming channel, I can say to you, Ray, not only that, but you have your people. Some people want to pay, and other people will will just be watching, and they won't get the ad, the, the ad-free experience. So they'll have to see some ads during that, which companies that want to be seen will pay for the ads, yeah. and you get a piece of that too. So I, ju I just think eventually it's going to be it's going to head towards like a fight by fight basis. That's the way I see it. Sure. You know, for the big guys, you know, I think Mayweather already kind of started that trend, you know, and there's really nobody that could do a Mayweather except for freaking McGregor at this point. Right. You right. know, fight by fight basis. I think, I, I think be, so. I if mean, there I, was some sort of union or something, I think that that's what they would fight for limited contracts as far as, because again, the UFC really wants you to be, tied to them as an employee but doesn't really want to treat you as an employee so it's a it'll be interesting to see them cut back those contracts and be able to negotiate for each fight because there are some some cards are better than others and there are some situations in which the ufc there are some fighters who showed up and said yeah yeah i'll do it i'll do it take a frankie edgar kind of guy yeah, yeah, last yeah. minute they call them company men never yeah, seems yeah. to work out for them <laughs> but you know something like that you should be able to negotiate uh, on that basis, but again, I Quinta, but, but, yeah, I, he, but, he renegotiated for for the Khabib fighter, right? Like, yeah, to, yeah, yeah, he did, just, he did pretty right. good with that. But look, the the thing is, even like with a uh, oh man, I lost my train of thought. Um, oh, even like the Conor McGregor thing. I mean, if that guy does one point five, two million, two point five, I mean, how do you think uh, Woodley's gonna feel? He did a hundred and thirty thousand. Him and the other guy. I mean, why should? You know what I'm saying? Like McGregor deserves that money. I mean, it's it's right there. Nobody it's wants numbers. to watch your fight. Like that. What do you do? Right. We well, want it's, you it's to the be the UFC's problem. The UFC wants him. They they want everyone to be. Well, I mean, super I think popular. that was Brendan Schaub's uh, point with Dana. Why are you attacking the guy? You should be building him up. But maybe by attacking the guy, this is part of the result. You got nobody watching the fight. I mean, I find one thirty. That's insulting. I don't. I don't. I can't believe that. He was like, because Dana was kind of warning the audience. Well, I think that Brendan Schaub's point boring. was like, you should be promoting your fights instead of, you know, knocking them down like that. It, it could hurt everybody. Right. So, you well, know? when you're saying that, hey, this pay per view star is our most boring fighter. You well, know, look, I deal with a lot of fights. Everyone, they all think that they're that's it. It's just about them. That they're, they're, that's right. it. You know what I mean? So the numbers don't lie. If that's the case then people are going to tune in and watch your fight. You know, like, what is that fight worth to the average guy? You know, and Woodley, maybe the Woodley-Till fight was worth $25. You know what I mean? It wasn't right. worth, uh, what they just charge for uh, the Canelo fight? I heard it was like 80 bucks. It was $80. You know, what, what kind of numbers did they do? South of the border? Probably better than, yeah. than well, listen, the 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 HBO boxing model and the model of pay-per-view can't be great because they've drastically cut down the pay-per-views. They're drastically making adjustments like this. We we can be sure that HBO made 1.1 million. Not bad. Not bad, but for if for boxing is that not bad? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not that's sure. Great. I think boxing I much I think boxing does I think that's. I mean, that's as good a fight as you're going to get. So we're yeah, gonna right. get, that's that's the where right. boxing is now. But HBO would not be pulling out exactly. Uh, and it's the same as I said when the Fertitta brothers sold. Yeah. They wouldn't be selling if they thought there was a lot more to this. So they. I mean, they are just looking smarter and smarter <laughs> every week that goes by. 
When the people they who make get, money they leave, they should be inducted into the hall. When the people who make money leave, you got to know what else left with them. Nah, those <laughs> guys should be in the Napoleon <laughs> Hill Hall of That's Fame for sick. sure. Man, did they get? A, I, I just, it's, it's, it's mind blowing. They did what they exactly did. what they needed to do. You know, sold it off for like pie. <laughs> we'll come visit. Good luck. We'll come visit. Yeah. Hey, Michael P. He asks. He asks. Hey guys, love the podcast. What's the difference between the hunger to fight for money? And the hunger to be the best, this is what has been advertised as the difference between Connor and Khabib. Does one help prevail better than the other in the octagon? For me, I just think it's 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 your relationship to either. I mean, wondering why Con- Connor's obviously, you, you, his relationship with money is, is clear. He makes it clear from uh, being a poor guy to someone who wants to show the extravagance of success. And Khabib, I think that he's... He's always fighting for some sort of honor, which is why when you when you hear the things that did seem to get to him a little bit from a zero to a one um, was things that had to do with honor. When he talked about uh, he felt like the press conference was an advertisement for alcohol and cursing, that he doesn't want to be that representative for, for the young people. I mean, that's pretty young people. cool. It's admirable, I mean, which, it's is, admirable. which is honor. So, like, I mean, it's what, like, do you, what do you think Connor's going to make? More money for the fight or more money from the proper 12? I think that I think the proper 12 is going to crash and burn. I think he's going to make more from, from the fight. <laughs> I, I, just from what I read from the proper 12... It's it's it's, it's a, not proper. It's not. It's the reviews were awful. The reviews aren't fantastic. Reviews I think that he'll make it on initially because people want to have a proper twelve. It just doesn't seem to me that it's going to catch on as as that what that's what you want to be drinking out. No, I, not it did good. not. It did not get good reviews. Oh, it didn't get good. It reviews. did not. Mm-hmm. It got slammed. Like the only good reviews were by like. Connor. Yeah, J- Jim McGregor. Like, mm-hmm. it was all like oh, Connor M. <laughs> Anonymous uh, by Connor M. This is great. It, it was it was kind of like Connor that. M. In parentheses, not Connor McGregor. Right. <laughs> not me, you couldn't. That guy, you, his, his press conference was hilarious. He, he started off on a 10. And uh, and just and just kept going. He was like that the the um, Kavanaugh. Just start off on a ten, and just start just start from 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 there. But yeah, I think that that's uh Ray. You want to jump in on that? Who, who who's more likely to win? Someone fighting for uh, to be the best, or someone fighting for money? In this uh, case, could be. <laughs> and I I think the guy that's fighting to be the best has more you know, uh, desire to win than the guy fighting for the money. Because the guy fighting for money, he's going to get the money, win or lose. So he doesn't have really that much incentive. But if you really, really believe you're fighting for legacy in the best, I think that's enough to drive you into a good spot for the fight. You know, but again, a guy knows he's good. Some guys fight for the money. And that the they, you know, they just show up. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, like Rampage and the, the other guy, Silver, they fought for the money. I don't know what else they could have been fighting for. Right, you, know, right. you know what I mean? But I think that's it. You know, you're getting paid. And to get a guy in there at, you know, 45 years old, it's got to be about the money. I'm curious to see what those uh, what those numbers are and, and to see if what's interesting about these kind of apps, like we just were talking about the PFL and the, and the social media. And while I believe that they would be being as honest as possible, it's easy to not. Like if, if this – Download this app company says, "Hey, we got 250 million downloads." Okay, like that they're the only ones who know what they actually got and what they're telling their investors or whoever their advertisers are, however it is that they're making money. So it'd be interesting to see how this goes in that new media direction where you can't really tell who's who's got what and how many people saw this. Bellator can come across and say, yeah, there's a bunch of Ray Longos out there who bought an app they didn't think they'd buy, and we actually, you know, view, you know, three million people saw it. Okay. Like, there's no way we can yeah, verify that. So it'll be interesting interesting to see how this is all shaping up, Ray Longo. I liked it. You can, I got to tell you, I did like it. But and I'm not an app guy. But you are the fact a that I quality could even, video. The fact that I could even buy that app and get it up on my TV is almost a miracle. The, 
the yeah that's that is a miracle <laughs> and it and it is a testament to how smart the app people are it was a simple exactly. it was a simple website <laughs> that it definitely is yeah, it was a simple website press this button and we're going to give you super high quality entertainment for ten dollars a month as opposed to and i think we talked about that a few weeks ago so what if we just used fight pass and as a member of fight pass you get to see the pay-per-views you would probably triple your fight pass subs- uh, subscriptions and at exactly. the same time, you'd be stable and not have to always wonder about the pay-per-views. It might be a model that you see before they abandon everything completely. It might be a model you see them go to. Hey, don't forget to check out Onnit. Onnit is a health and fitness juggernaut dedicated to delivering total human optimization to its vast customer base of athletes, thinkers, fitness gurus, and entrepreneurs. Also me and the great Ray Longo using Onnit. Don't forget to check out onit.com slash MMA Beyond. That's onit.com slash MMA Beyond. Or if you're already on it, use promo code MMA Beyond. Anytime you use MMA Beyond as your promo code, you will save 10%. Thank you, Onit. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Make sure you check out MMAandBeyond.com. Give us a five-star rating so more people can find our show. If you're in L.A., I'll be in L.A. tomorrow screening i'm talking before the screening of the free advice movie we're kicking film festivals asses with that movie and then we take it out to la so i'll be out there talking if you're if you're in the la area check out freeadvicemovie.com uh for tickets i'll be chatting and then there for the screening thank you so much for listening this is mma and beyond we'll catch you next time (laughs) 